intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's Goldilocks. Goldie, happy new year to you. How you been? Happy New Year to you, and what a, what a radio voice I'm greeted with. Such <laughs> such warmth and depth. I love it. Oh, you hype me up so much. <laughs> well, it's true, though. You've got a great voice, honey. You do such an awesome job with your podcast. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, I just wanted to um, ask you first before we start, 2018, you had a delicious year. Um, tell me about it. How was your year overall for you last year? It was really good. We've got a really good group in our band right now, so... Um, they're just really great people. It leaves a, a lot less drama for me, but we did have a lot of drama during the beginning of the year with people just quitting and bagging out or screwing up or whatever. And it just gets to be so unsettling. So we finally have a really nice lineup of people and I'm very proud to, uh, to work with them and create music and whatnot. We just did our, our new, uh, video a couple of days ago was uploaded. want to tell everybody about that when you say the time is right. And oh. We're filming another video this weekend, and we're just rolling along and excited about everything. Well, go ahead. Um, um, the time is right. Talk about it. Well, it's just uh, a friend of mine from L.A., Damian Valentine, who I've worked with for years. We co-wrote a kind of Alice in Chainsy, Man in the Box type of vein song. And then, uh, you know, the band and I, we did it and recorded it, and, and we did the video. And we had Eric Young from uh, Wednesday Night come and... WWE was great. He's from my old TNA stomping ground days. So he came and was uh, guesting in the video. We got to make out. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who in the hell can I have as like my love interest in this video that I would feel comfortable enough, you know, doing anything with? And I asked Eric, and he was so so flipping cool about it. And it's really fun. There's a lot of uh, funny bloopers and things like that in the video that you don't see. Because he's a big guy trying to get into some chick's convertible. But he did a really great job, and I'm really honored to have him be a part of the project. So I want to tell everybody to please go to YouTube and just type in Goldie, G-O-L-D-Y, space, L-O-C-K-S, Goldilocks, and then me, myself, and I. That's the name of the video. I'd really appreciate it if you'd give it a thumbs up, and you can give it a thumbs down. I don't care, but do comment on it. And let everybody know, like, where you heard this on, on your show. So just cross-promote a little bit and, uh, you know, promote anything you want on there because people will see it. But I just really need those comments, so I'm asking everybody, do it. Grab your friend's phone at work or when you're at the bar or whatever you're doing at dinner and grab their phone and go to YouTube and do the same thing. We'll double up. <laughs> yeah, like, share, subscribe, like it, don't like it, but, you know, leave a comment and actually watch the video and enjoy it. Definitely go. Yeah, well, you can tell me I suck. I don't I don't care. <laughs> I just really need the comments. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. um, Adam, what else has been going on? Because I know you're, you're working with uh, Vince Russo now, right? Are doing podcasting as well? Man, we're doing Vince Russo's Bucket Full of Chicken Necks every Tuesday on the Realm Network. That's been really fun and you know that's it's been an interesting year i guess vince and i had it out uh i don't know a few months back got got a little heated uh on the podcast and i slammed down the laptop and left but uh things are good we're all back to normal now vince is vince is pretty funny he's been my friend for a long long time so after our big blowout we actually had a really nice grown-up adult conversation about stuff which is which is cool and I'm back on, and, and things are good. So, 
Oh, um, 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 I didn't really know much about that, but tell me, um, how did you, how did he persuade you to join him on the Realm Network? How did that happen? He called me up one day uh, last year and just said, I'm thinking about doing this thing and I'd really like to have you. And, um, he's been very gracious with taking care of me and I just, I just signed up to do it because I was his friend. I wasn't even expecting anything in return and mm. I've gotten, um, gotten a lot of great things out of it which again when a friend asks you to do something you should just do it you shouldn't be standing with your hand out yeah. he's been really cool and really surprised me he's a really decent guy oh that's awesome because you know you hear a lot of you know there's a lot of i say like podcast few like cornet and him and whatnot so it's just like you know it's cool that there are friends you know that are so professional that you know you know there's a lot of feuds going on as, as you can tell as you can see i'm sure oh, you know I about mean- it yeah there are, and I mean, I mean, Vince got under my skin that day, and I told him to kiss my ass and left. And <laughs> but I mean, do you really want to spend your whole life feuding with people? If that's like what you get off on, I guess if you're sick, then great. But I just, I don't, dude. I'm just not into the drama anymore. I mean, my, maybe when I was in high school or something, but even then, I wasn't into it. Yeah. I just, I've always got. St- I think if you're feuding. And you're talking smack about somebody like you've got too much time on your hands. Like you need to go figure out what you want to do with your life. I'm serious. Like go find something to do. <laughs> and for you, Goldie, you have a lot of you have a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of things on your plate. You know, television, singing, podcasting. You know what? What's are you gonna run for president or something? What else is next? <laughs> um, could you imagine? Like there would just be. Cat- I said there'd be cats in the White House everywhere. Um, <laughs> I don't know who'd ever want to run for president. What a shitty job. I mean, just, well, who would want that? Like, seriously. Yeah. I, I, yuck. And I hear Oprah, you know, murmurs of that. Like, she, I hope she would never run for president. She would just ruin everything that she has with that because you're just screwed for the rest of your life. But, um, uh, the television is going along, but it is public broadcast. It is PBS and Mm -hmm. it is so heavily dependent on, Crowd, um, crowdfunding, got, right? On crowdfunding, and yeah. like I just have to put it out into the universe, even on your podcast. Like I am really looking to find somebody that knows somebody high up at, like Stanley Black and Decker, Dewalt, Milwaukee, or Ace Hardware, or Harbor Freight. That's the one I really want. Like I really want to talk to these people and lock arms early on and let them know what's going on and say like. This is like right at the ground level opening and we want to create a really great relationship with someone, some company, so that we can drive it home and show people how to do DIY home improvement, uh, even some life coaching in there, but with some really solid tools. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like somewhere, somehow somebody's going to hear this or hear me babbling and know somebody and put us in touch and that's what I want. That's what, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, is, um, you're really passionate about, like, restoration and whatnot. Like, what got you into that? Like, was you always into that when you was younger? Oh, always. My dad, um, we lived in a fixer-upper that never got fixed up. <laughs> 30-some years later, it's still, there's no doors on the, you know, rooms. And it was just, it was hard growing up in that atmosphere. But you make it the best that you can. But it just never, my dad's a perfectionist. God bless him, but he just never executes and finishes anything. So, of course, like, you you grow up one way or the other. Like, either you're going to be just like that or you go the other direction, which I did with a lot of stuff. And both my parents really did live 
my mom lived through the depression, so she never threw anything out. So there was just like always a big mess. And I know some people listening can definitely identify with what that's like and just how it feels and it's kind of suffocating. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, everything that I stand for now is the opposite of that. It's improving and making people's space, spaces beautiful and livable and special and, and everybody should be able to do their house and apartment the way they like it. And everybody's got their own personal styles and we should celebrate that. So it's really comes from a place of what I didn't have, what I like to make in my new life, I call it. So yeah, I know a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Well, you know, you're always on the road a lot. Um, do you have time to unwind as well? Like, do you have time to, like, fix up your own house? Like, do you do fixer-uppers in your property? I do some things, and then I video it. It's yeah. on YouTube. It's called You Don't Need No Man. That's the name of my, my show. I need to do more videos. But, you know, um, I'm usually out helping other people, and then I do a lot. You know, I remember we talked a couple years ago about the health and wellness angle. So a lot of people that sign up on uh, our team – I like to try to train them whenever I'm in town or if they are in the Nashville area and want to meet up for a workout or two, I like to be able to help and encourage there. So, I mean, that kind of is my unwinding. I don't really have any time to, to unwind. Um, I would just literally stare at the wall. That's fun for me because it's not, there's such a people overload. Like I'm just around so many people all the time and, and entertaining and always on and life at the party that for me, it's just like literally staring at the wall, not even watching TV, I don't have TV, is unwinding for me. But you'll usually find me in the gym training with somebody. That's my passion. Oh. Do you have time for yourself? Because I know you're always, like you even said it yourself, you're surrounded by people all the time. You're singing, no. you're with people. No? Wow. Not really. I mean, that's fine. That's where I'm at in my life right now. I asked for all this. I can't really be pissed off when the universe or God delivers what I'm asking for. So, I mean, you do the best that you can. And the people that I'm around touring, I love them. So... That makes for, you know, a good family or a, I mean, atmosphere. We fight and stuff like that too, but I don't fight with all of them. <laughs> the ones that get on get on my nerves, but they're really good people. There's a lot of good folks. Yeah. Um, are you still involved with Tracy? And um, are are you still doing um, like taking care of your body as well, like with supplements and eating right? Oh yeah, yeah. So Tracy and I both do Advocare. And it's a lot of products that help you overall be healthier or um, some that definitely help you kind of kickstart weight loss. And I still work with her and she's just a dream to work with because she's so good at branding her own brand, her own product, her, her gym, um, her businesses. Everything that Tracy has connected to her like me is something that's empowering and going to help you. And, of course, I want to be aligned with somebody like that. And she's just so beautiful, too. I mean, like, not not hard to look at Tracy Sher or Tracy Taylor. She's just gorgeous. And always doing people's makeup for them and, and helping them. And she's just, she's been such a, a light in my life and a blessing. That was the best thing that came out of Arcadian Wrestling was meeting her and um, reconnecting with, like, Chase Stevens. And I met... Uh, Chris Michaels through that whole thing. I've met a lot of really great people. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, I'll, let me talk a little bit about wrestling. Um, now, you know, wrestling from the last time we talked, um, it's been a big boom with the women's wrestling, women's evolution, women's tag team champions, women's pay-per-view. Um, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, I love to see it. I just want them to be taken seriously. It's a fine line between just you're just some 
sex slut running out there and getting that attention as can you really work? Mm-hmm. Do you really have some skills? Um, I recently went to uh, uh, was it is it Bobby Roode's on Monday Night Raw? Isn't he? Yes. I think he's on. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a holiday thing coming through Nashville at the Bridgestone Arena, and I went, you know, met him and went backstage and hung out. He was so freaking awesome. And um, there was some ladies that were working that night that I was like, damn, like that's that. I mean, they look good, they're hot, they're sexy, but then there's something to back it up. And you know, as another woman, it's it's like if you say any bullshit to anybody, they're like, oh, you're just jealous. No, I'm not jealous. I don't like to see women positioning themselves as whores because that doesn't help the rest of us in the workplace. If you want to be hot and sexy and look good, then have a reason that you're doing that. Like I'm doing this or I'm wrestling tonight or I'm selling a product or not just me and my big ass on Instagram with these dumb bizotches. Like (laughs) they're just, their bare asses hanging out. Like they're just like, Oh, uh, what color panties should I wear today? Trying to decide. (laughs) You know, like, wow, what amazing words of wisdom that you just profoundly stated. It's like, just say, Hey, look at my ass. Um, I need attention because I have a low self esteem. And I need strangers to tell me that my ass is big. Just say that. I'd have more respect for you if you just came out and said it than trying to, like, disguise it as some clever little antidote, which it's not. Like, you just look like a slut. Like, I'm not – if you want to – like, I always make the the analogy or the point of Trinity, TNA wrestling, like, because she's still my girl and I love her to death. She she came out, I remember, with caution tape around her – tits just caution tape around her boobs and some little panties or something like that that chick could single-handedly slam you down with one hand like her her jumps off the top rope her off the top cage her flips her working her stunt moves they stand alone if she wants to come out with dental floss around her boobs i wouldn't care because she's got something to back it up if you've got something to back it up i'm like damn I'm all about it. But if, like I said, if you're just some slut whore, then I'm not impressed. Then you're just watering down the whole, our whole society so that, that that's what people just expect, that you're just going to show your ass. Yeah. And that's all you're doing is showing your ass. You have nothing to back it up. You have no skills. There's no reason why I'm going to be like, ooh, ah, other than, wow, you have two big sacks of fat hanging off the back of your body. <laughs> like, wow. How did you do that? Amazing. There's nothing to it. Oh, <laughs> this I know, was... that's my rant on Instagram yoga bitches. I'm so over it. God. Oh my god, Goldie, Goldie, you starting a fire. Oh my god. <laughs> so over it. Um. So um. Well, I guess when you hung out with Bobby, um, did you besides that? Did you notice um any difference like compared to TNA being there? Oh. Did it seem no? Well, Jeff Jeff Jarrett was running around the back and didn't even know who I was. He just kind of looked at me, and I'm like, dude, whatever, bro. It's all good. What? Um, I've, seen, oh. I've seen him a couple times now, and he just looks at me, and I don't think he has any idea who I am, but that's fine. Um, here nor there. No, I had a really good time with uh, with Bobby, and there was some really good talent back there. They were very hum- I always judge talent on how humble they are. Yeah. You know, do they take time to take pictures with people? Are they nice? Because I can be a real bitch sometimes, just because I'm trying to wear a lot of hats and run around and... And sometimes you have people that are... I went back to that anniversary, that reunion thing at the fairgrounds, only to see a couple people that I wanted to see. And, like, some of the supporters saw me, and it's like I felt weird because, like, 
I wasn't there to grandstand. I wasn't there for anybody to see me. I was behind the scenes. So, I mean, I gave him hugs and stuff like that, but I'm not going to stand there and, like, take pictures close to the backstage because that's taking away from the people that are on the bill. You just look like a uh, attention-craving loser, you know. So I didn't, I didn't stay long out on the floor. I just wanted to take a picture with um, Brian Bloomer. He was the original sound guy for the Asylum TNA Impact, and, like, he and I started a band in 2002. That's the Goldilocks band started with Brian Bloomer, the sound oh. guy. So I went to go see him. And then I ran into Abyss. And, you know, I don't think Abyss even knows I've had heat with him for years, and it doesn't even matter. It's all water under the bridge. But yeah. I saw Abyss. We took pictures, and, you know, it was nice. It was good. I, just, I, I, I don't like to hold a grudge or harbor anything towards anybody because all that really does is that affects me. Mm-hmm. And that anger eats away at me, so I don't like any of that stuff. Yeah, I don't. It's hard because you know we're all human, and a lot of people hold grudges, and a lot of people don't speak to like family or friends or whatnot. Um, how how do you yourself maintain that? Like, if you have a feud with somebody or you have a grudge with somebody, how do you move on from that? I just don't care. You have to just stop caring. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of people that come in and out of my life, or I piss them off, and they're gone, and they want to come back around, and they didn't do anything horrible to me. I'm open arms. Yeah. You know, because people go through seasons, and maybe I'm your cup of tea for one minute, and maybe I'm not. Just don't, don't screw me over. Don't stand me up. Don't leave me with my schwank in my hand. <laughs> Handle your business. You know what I mean? But if you hurt me, and you did bad stuff, and you come around, well, I will be cordial to you, but I don't want anything to do with you. Because that's stupid. That's just, you're a doormat then. You can mm-hmm. still be kind and respectful, but like that's another thing. If I don't like you, I'm not going to go out of my way to act like I like you. I'll acknowledge you because you're a human being and I'm a Christian, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out of my way to act like, oh, hey, I'm not like that. That's fake. So when somebody does something or feud or whatever like that, like it is what it is, dude. That's on you. I don't. I don't. I let it go. I don't care. I really don't. I really don't. I try to reach out to somebody who we had a blowout last year when I, I punched him because he oh. touched me inappropriately in, in a restaurant in Beverly Hills. He put his hand on my pants, and I laid him oh. out. Oh my and God. he was really embarrassed because it was a dude, and I'm a chick, but you can't put your hand on my pants and not expect there to be some repercussions. So we haven't talked to them, but a friend tried to smooth it over and just said that she hadn't heard anything about the incident. And I only say really great things about him, which is a lie, but... I thought, ah, all right, well, I'll uh, I'll reach out to him. And I said something really nice, and I texted him. And he just liked the message mm-hmm. the next day. But he didn't even, like, respond to it. All I got was a like to my message on text. So, you know, then that's it. Then whatever. I don't need to ever reach out to him again because I tried. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't even do anything wrong, I was trying to be, like, cordial. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his pride in his small penis is just you injured and bruised. <laughs> to be normal so then go be a douchebag whatever <laughs> I, don't, I don't care there's one thing about you that i respect is your bluntness is it hard being so blunt for people to accept that or like they get yeah, kind of yeah no and i got in a blowout with somebody the other day where they were like looking at me and i'm like dude you don't even know what's going on right now you have no idea and they're like no i don't know what's going on i'm like well here let me school you and i pulled them aside away from everybody and i said x y and z is going on right now why won't anybody tell me that? I'm like, because nobody is blunt enough and raw enough to tell you. You're causing a lot of problems with your actions and you don't even know it. And this is why. This is who you're affecting. 
and it's trickling down to me and it's stressing me out. And I had an anxiety attack because of your actions. Mm. And you need to understand that, that your actions affect not only the person you're living with, but the people that you're working with and then me. And, you know, and they were just floored because, because people don't like to ever tell anybody anything. And it's, it's just like, is that how you want to live? Like you just want to live walking on eggshells with somebody like, okay, here's the problem. Like, I'm like a dude, let's fix the problem. I'm not like a woman. I don't want to just sit and talk about it. I want to look at options and figure out what the best one is to fit, to make the solution to move on to the next thing. I like to build. We talked about that in the mm-hmm. beginning of the show. Yeah. I like to build and I like to fix things. Mm-hmm. And nothing gets fixed just walking around not talking about it. And I just wish more people, I mean, it doesn't make me popular with a lot of people. It certainly is hard to date people um, because they can't handle that. But I mean, my best friend in our band, Rod Saylor, our drummer, he will very nicely, he talks to me really well. He'll say, hey, you know, by the way, when you did that, like, it really made me feel uncomfortable. And I don't like it when you do that because blank, blank, blank. I'm like, oh, my God, really? Okay, so, like, when? Like, I did this and that made you feel like that? Oh, dude, I'm really sorry. I'm going to work on that and never do it again. And if I slip up, you catch me. But I I think I got it and I won't do that because I really understand why it makes you feel badly. And I had no idea I was doing that. I'm really sorry. You know what I mean? It's like, why would you want to keep doing something to hurt somebody that you say that you love? And I'll never, I'll never understand that with couples that just keep making the same mistake. Like, Jesus Christ, you, you have somebody in your life that's claiming you. You have somebody that's like, I'm committed to you, whether it's you live with them or you are a monogamous relationship or you marry that person. And they tell you, you know, I don't like it when you know if it's like, I don't like your face. Well, <laughs> there's not, you know, I can't do a lot about that. But if it's like, you know, I don't like it when you chew at the dinner table with your mouth open. It really irks me and turns me off. Okay, well, you're going to have sex with that person. Do you really want to do something that makes them repulsed by you? Holy shit. You tell me one time that something that I'm doing bothers or annoys you or it turns you off for me and I'm your friend or we're dating or I'm your partner. Oh, my God, I would never do it again because I don't like disappointing people. I like to fix things. Mm. you know like you say you're pretty much you know to yourself you know and you, you really you really don't have time for a relationship or you haven't pretty much looked because you've been so busy no, i try right? yeah. all the time yeah. i really do but i have dated so many men in my life that i really am versed on here's the first red flag bro you're out the door because what you know my dad will be like you know why don't you give that guy a chance and my friends are like because i already know how the outcome is going to be. I don't have a normal life. I have oversaturation of everything that everybody else has or thinks that they want. So that person thinking, I wish that I had some attention. I wish somebody would give me a compliment. I have literally hundreds a day. And it's almost like it doesn't even mean anything anymore. Unless it's really from somebody who gives a sincere compliment who has a reason for it. And I'll be like, wow, thank you. But so many people just say stuff to say it, or they say it to talk to you or to be your friend because, you know, you got a little bit of rub or whatever. It's like Mm -hmm. so many guys just out of the gate, they start doing stuff and I just know where it's headed and I got to kick them to the curb because it's not going to get any better. That red flag is not going to turn into any other color than a red flag. And it's like, Oh, well, maybe, you know what? There's no maybe. I'm a big girl. 
I'm going to be, you know, 40 years old soon. I don't want to find somebody and fix them and be their freaking mom. You better have your shit together and bring something to the table and let me bring something to the table symbiotically or I don't have time for your bullshit. I really don't. Like, these guys running around, like, with diapers on and they need to wipe their ass, I don't have time for that. (laughs) I don't have time. I would rather be alone with my cat and a dildo than deal with your bullshit. I just don't have the time. Who does? I'm not that insecure and unhappy and unfulfilled that I can't have fun on my own or with my circle of wonderful friends. If somebody comes along who's awesome, I can't wait. But I don't... I don't gauge my success in my life on somebody else. I just don't. That's me. It works differently for everybody, but I'm really strong. So I don't validate myself by whether or not I have a partner. Mm -hmm. I validate myself on whether I'm doing a good job and I'm learning by the things like my drummer who says this annoys me and I get better at it and I correct it. That's how I gauge myself. Gotcha. You know, you talk about your cat. I have two cats myself. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who are dog lovers and there's cat yeah. lovers. Yeah. You know, what is it about cats to you that you find special? I love dogs, but I'm not around enough to take care of a dog. That's yeah. cruel when people don't take care of their animals. So dogs are just amazing and I love them, but I'm not around a lot. And um, I am allergic to dogs and cats. Oh, so wow. the dog hair gets really hard for me and I get really sick. Mm-hmm. So does the cat hair, but I shave my cat. Um, I shave my puss, and so and she keeps to herself. Yeah. Um. So it's a perfect relationship for me. It's a nice little breathing organism that lives with me that does funny things, and I just think animals are the most beautiful, beautiful creatures on the planet. They don't. They just don't have any real agendas other than their treats and their food, and they just. They want to please you, especially dogs. Cats, not so much. But, I mean, dogs just want to please you and do a good job by you and be your friend. And they're just they're just precious. And cats are just, they're their own entities, you know. And they're just funny and peculiar. And they're different than dogs. So, cats work, work a cat works good for me. Yeah. Does, does a cat go with you on the road? Or you have somebody, or she's once on... In a, once in a while, but she's pretty self-sufficient. And I have friends stop over and say hello to Annie or she goes uh, to a, I drop her off at a friend's and they watch her and it just works out really well. It's really nice. Yeah. Um, what are your goals for you for um, this year in 2019? My goals are to build the health and wellness business mm-hmm. because um, I make money while I sleep. I make money helping other people dial in their health and fitness and seeing those results and hearing people's success stories and then finding out that they are influencing and motivating other people is like there's nothing like it. And then I get paid to do that. So I want to build a bigger team, go at that more, be more aggressive. Um, That's one goal because it's just fun to get paid to help. The second thing is I want to make more videos and put out more original content Um, The video we're doing this weekend is a cover, but it's really cool and it's really different than the one that we just released. So I want to put out a widespread of content to be very versatile in our bookings because we love private parties and corporate parties. We love getting booked for that stuff. So that's another goal and just to record more and put out more, more music. And then 
really to have the success of the PBS show get out there and start working it. Like, I would love 12 or 13 seasons of that. I would be so happy with that. Awesome, awesome. And you'll still be podcasting as well? Oh, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, Vince and I have been having a blast. He's got a really great audience, as I know that you do. And, you know, we're just very grateful that anybody gives a crap at all and listens to anything we have to say. So thank you. And how about you? What are your goals this this new year? Um, Well, to stay healthy, um, try to eat right, because by working nights, I eat horribly. And, you know... Stop it! Yes, yes. It's, it's, you know what it is? It's because, you know, I work nights, I get home, let's say, around, sometimes like around 12 o'clock, 12.30 in the morning, and I'm usually hungry at that time. So, like, that's like, you know, I, my goal is to try to, you know, eat right where I, I don't come home hungry, but it's just like the work that I do is just very demanding, and, you know, I just get hungry, you know. that's, that's you, it, need to, you need to meal prep your stuff on the day that you're not working on your day off. Yeah. We'll prep your stuff and bring it to work so that you're making good choices, honey. You know that you need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're right. I, I do. I do. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm procrastinating, but you're right. I definitely do. Because meal prep will definitely help me a lot. Yeah. You can make all your favorite stuff that's, you know, staying in line with what you're supposed to be having and it's portioned out. You won't be snacking as much and you save money because you're not just running around. We call it the truck stop shuffle. And that's what it's like. <laughs> Yeah. Three or three or four o'clock in the morning, when like you can barely walk because you're so tired from touring, you just shuffle into some Lowe's or a Flying J truck stop, and like it's the same stuff, different day, you know, down the aisles. And you just sort of like walk like a zombie, and you pick up a bunch of crap you really don't need, but you're bored and you're tired, and it's something to do, and you just make dumb choices. So, you know, we try to bring coolers with their food because it's just a better thing to do and it saves so much money yeah i know i I eat a lot of fruits though like apples and um tangerines and you know the little cuties what they're called cuties so i usually have a lot of those so that's good i gotcha i'll try packing some vegetables mother trucker (laughs) i will i will (laughs) um also um and I, I know the answer is probably going to be a no, but have you ever thought about going back into wrestling again? But not like wrestling yeah. itself, but like being yeah, involved? Absolutely. No, absolutely. But I mean, when your ex-boss doesn't even real recognize you, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the closest I am right now is doing Russo's show and I really love it. But no, I would love to go back and do some angles with Abyss and things like that. But I don't think I have enough marquee value right now for them to have me. I'm sure... Uh, when the PBS thing takes off and there's like some momentum there, I'm sure that they would have me back on or I would love to do something on WWE that kind of tells a story in retrospect of, of what's going on or do an angle with one of the guys from TNA. I would love that. I would love it. Yeah. And my final question for you, I told you this um, a couple of shows ago, but I'm going to see if your answer has changed. What would the Goldie of today tell the Goldie of yesterday? Oh, just to cool it and not stress about stuff. Like, I really worried about way too many things. Um, I dated too many pro wrestlers. I would tell her not to do that. Mistake. <laughs> don't, date a, don't date an athlete. I mean, just like at the end of the day, for people that are listening that get stressed out about something, you know, give yourself this test. Give yourself either you or the person you love more than life in your life has a, has a day to live. Would any of the stuff that you're stressing out about right now matter at all? Like, what really matters that's wasting your time and energy? And I wasted 
so much time and energy on the wrong shit. And if I could go back, I wish I could. I would do TNA so much differently. I kick myself for that. I would have not spent the money on what I spent money on. I would have invested. I would have started businesses and companies with my other, you know, teammates. And I wished I would have gotten into Advocare in 2002. Oh, my God. I would be, I probably would be over a millionaire with how it's going now. Like, I wished I would have known about multi-level marketing. I wished I would have known about all the stuff that I know now, like, just things bettering my life because the better my life is, the more comfortable I am and the more I can do for other people and help them too. And it's really fun because I've had so much help and gifts and blessings in my life. It's really fun to turn around and help somebody else out who deserves it. Not some douchebag with their hand out, but somebody who's really out there trying, who just needs a break or a little bit extra revenue coming in to help them start that business or to spend more time with their kids or whatever they need. It's nice to be able to help somebody do that. So I wish I would have done that when I was younger, but oh well. Live and learn. Case yeah. of Ross they say, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, hey, I really appreciate you taking the time to have me on and please send me a link so that I can promote it, honey. I would love to do that. Yes, definitely. Um, share your social media. Share what, what upcoming events you have. Um, I would really appreciate it. Like I said, if everybody would go to YouTube, type in Goldie Locks Band, me, myself, and I, mm-hmm. look for that channel, like, subscribe, leave a comment, and then we're at Goldilocks Band or Goldilocks on Facebook. There's a ton of pages. <clears throat> Goldilocks Rocks is my Twitter and my Instagram. Would love and be honored if you would follow there. And I can see what you're up to and keep track of that. That would be great. That would be awesome, honey. And also, people can hear you Tuesdays on the Realm Network, right? Yeah, Vince Russo's Bucket Full of Chicken Necks. It's a really good show. It's really fun. Awesome. Goldie, thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy person, and you're always humble and always sweet. And I thank you for talking to me. And hopefully we'll talk down the road and see any updates happening in your life. I love it, sweetheart, and thank you so much for all the shout-outs that you allowed me to do today. You have a wonderful day, and the rest of the new year, kick some butt. Yeah, thank you. Same to you. Thank you so much. And I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. (laughs) 